Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sex is Central. I'm your host, Jill Harrington, and I am ready to chat with you today one-on-one. If you are tuning in again, welcome back. And if you are new here, uh, this is Sex is Central, a podcast where we have conversations about sex, culture, and relationships at CMU and in life in general. Um, In today's episode, it's just going to be me, a little mini episode. You'll be getting to know me a little bit better. We'll be talking about last week's episode, addressing some things that we talked about, um, some questions that I got in the forum, and the future of this podcast a little bit. Um, So if you're tuning in again, thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, And if you haven't listened to the first episode yet, you should definitely go listen to it. Izzy Demers was a great guest. Thank you again, Izzy, if you're listening to this for your openness and vulnerability and eloquence. Honestly, a lot of people said they loved the podcast and uh, loved a lot of things you had to say. So great job and thank you again. And I would love to hear more from you. I hope everybody had a great and safe spring break. Um, maybe you had some time to focus on your mental health a little bit, uh, take a break from school, maybe you focus on your sexual health too. Um, sometimes like with school and when you have so much homework and things to focus on, I think it can be hard to like focus on your sexual pleasure. So spring break is definitely a good time to do that. Hopefully everybody was safe and, um, had a great time. I did not get to do much sexual activity. I did go visit my boyfriend, though, at his apartment. He has an apartment he shares with three other roommates, though, and so it's, like, it's hard to be intimate with someone in his space where you can hear through the walls. I mean, we literally fuck in the bathroom to avoid it, but, I mean, I doubt that works. Walls are paper thin around here, you know? Um, And I don't really care, like, when my roommates are doing the same I think we just agree to not mention it, uh, a bow of silence, if you will, but, you know, that's college for you. Shit just is happening in the house, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is happening. Just another day on CMU's campus. But I've also been having a lot of, I think, conversations about sex with people, with my boyfriend, uh, with my parents, who found the podcast that was an interesting conversation but uh yeah I definitely actually got a lot out of the conversation so we'll get to that (laughs) but first I wanted to address some things from last week or from the first episode that um some of you guys wrote in about so thank you so much if you did write into the forum it's been a really good way to kind of gauge your guys's feedback so One thing a couple of you wrote in about was the problematic porn conversation. So we talked about a little bit uh, in the first episode how the porn we have viewed in childhood and adolescence kind of impacted the way we viewed sex and relationships. And a lot of that was problematic porn and it depicted hardcore things like hitting and choking and spitting Uh, and kind of depicted that as the norm. So um, people were talking about how we kind of made that out to be um, really bad and problematic, and I wanted to clarify that not all porn is problematic, but a lot of the porn that we viewed during childhood or adolescence was, and it was damaging to us. And um, I guess a lot of the porn, for me specifically, that I watched growing up, it it was geared towards men's pleasure and 
I think, at the expense of women's pain. And if that's, like, what you're into in sex, that's totally okay. And that's hot and do your thing. But um, for me personally, it gave me some inaccurate impressions of what I found pleasurable when I was growing up and exploring my sexuality and what I liked and what I did not like. Watching porn, I... You know, I always watch the male dominant and the woman, like, getting degraded and getting spit on. And I think watching that made me see that as the norm and see that as what uh, prospective partners are into for me. And that made me want to do it in my sexual life when I was, like, young, you know. And um, so I, like, used to tell my partners to, like, do the spitting and they kept, like, doing it uh And I realized, like, wait, this is, like, nasty. Like, I don't want your spit in my mouth. Like, you probably ate meat today. I'm a vegetarian. Like, (laughs) I don't want it on my body. Like, I just showered. (laughs) And um, so, like, if that's what you're into, then do your thing. But for me, like, I had to tell my partner, like, actually, I'm not into that. But I think porn kind of gave me the wrong impression, thinking that I was for me personally, you know, and, um, I think that's just, like, one small example, but it affects everybody differently, and everybody's into different things sexually, and nothing should be shamed, but everything should be consented to and, um, enjoyable for both partners, so, um, that's kind of what we were saying in the last episode, and the porn we were talking about was mostly porn that we watched growing up, and, and how that, um, negatively impacted us, because, I mean, we were saying, like, a lot of porn can be, like, informational, unfortunately, and it can, like, show you how to do a lot of things that you don't learn in, like, school or from other people or on YouTube, but a lot of porn was problematic and gave me and a lot of young girls like me a bad impression of sex or the wrong impression of sex, uh, a misconception of sex. That being said, I have found a lot of porn that I do enjoy and it took me a while to find it, you know, growing up, but I figured out like what I was into, not just through watching porn, honestly, because that's not the best way to do it. The best way to do it in my opinion is through like personal experience and like finding out what you like with your own sexual partners and your own sexual life. But yeah, in no way am I like shaming people who watch a certain type of porn but a lot of the porn industry is bad and um gives a lot of people bad impressions of sex and young people especially so I think in the last episode we were kind of perpetuating the idea that body count doesn't matter at all and I don't think it does and I don't think that should affect who your partners are and Um, how much you love someone or want to have sex with someone. However, one of you wrote in saying you disagreed with what we said about how body count doesn't matter because uh, someone who has had more sexual experience clearly views relationships and sex differently than someone with less sexual experience or someone who has had two or three partners compared to like 50 partners. Um... And I think that's a very good point because they probably do view sex and relationships very differently. And um, 
I think there might be a little bit more of a, like a detachment emotionally from sex maybe there. That's a important thing to think about because I don't know for me personally and my partner neither both of us kind of have the same amount of sexual experience. So, um I was thinking about like, well, what if he had a, like a way more sexual experience than I did? And I think that actually would change the way I view my relationship sexually. And I think that would make me a little more hesitant or worried that I'm not performing as well as his other sexual partners have in the past. Everybody has different experiences and views sex differently. And I definitely want to explore that in the future of the podcast with more guests. And uh, actually a couple of you said that you want to see a male perspective on the podcast, which is a great point. And I do have plans to have a male perspective and we're going to talk about... um, their experiences and connections to sex and things like that. So we'll definitely have some male perspectives on uh, the podcast in the future. Also, guys, I'm a little sick today. We're congested and um, so solo episode. Please continue to write in, ask your questions, give your opinions on the podcast. Be nice because this is my first podcast. Um by myself but um yeah give your advice Uh, give me suggestions for topics you want to hear talked about give me suggestions for people you want to uh, see on the podcast I do have some people lined up but that's another thing I've been struggling with with this podcast is like finding guests that are good to talk about it and um and that I feel comfortable talking to uh because this is kind of an intimate conversation you know to be having with someone so um That's why, again, thank you, like, Izzy, for your vulnerability and future guests that I have planned to be on my podcast. Thank you for committing. Um, Talking about sex is hard, you guys. Um, But I, like, I like talking about it and I want to talk about it. And I think it's important to normalize the conversation of sex. I grew up in a household that my parents and I did not really talk about sex that much. I think they were trying to keep it away from me more. (laughs) I have three older siblings, so I think that the topic of sex was kind of um, present in my life at an early age, but, um, you know, talked about kind of from a big sibling point of view, and my parents were just kind of trying to, like, diminish that as much as they could, which is totally understandable, um, but yeah, my parents did um, see the podcast, they listened to it, and they said it was the longest half hour of their life, so thank you for that, mom and dad. But yeah, I actually, it was a good conversation to have with them and it gave me some, I don't know, like closure about, um, you know, the topic of sex and talking about it and having, being sexually active. It's kind of something that we've always beat around the bush about, but I don't know, my partners and, or partner and birth control and things like that. It's important to talk with your parents about it if you're, I don't know, I'm 20, so I'm close with my parents at least, but yeah, I felt a little too close during that conversation. So mom and dad, if you're listening, you know, continue at your own risk. It's only going to get more graphic from here. So, uh, but I'm appreciative that they're understanding and, um, I just hope they know that I'm not going to let them censor me. So I'm not going to let that censor me. So Here I am. I'm going to keep talking. Uh, Guys, in the future, I'm coming out with some fun podcasts. We're going to be talking about sex and the media. We're going to be talking about OnlyFans, 
getting scammed for nudes. We've all been there, ladies. No, just me. I don't know. All the fun things. I'm trying to um, turn it up to the next level with this podcast. You know, we're going to do some more advertising, hopefully. I need to, you know, put my pussy into it, if you will. If you tuned in today, thank you for listening to me talk about my sex life experience and experience with this podcast. Uh, It's been a crazy ride already and I'm literally only two episodes in and I cannot wait for the rest of the episodes. It's going to be great. So stay tuned, y'all. Bye. Do you have questions or comments about sex and relationships? Do you have topic or guest suggestions for the podcast? Visit the link in the description below to anonymously submit your questions to the podcast, and we might discuss them in future episodes. If you're interested in being a guest on Sex is Central, please leave your contact information and description in the forum, and I would love to get to know you. Thanks so much.